What is up, everyone? Spencer Sue here, your tech realtor of the Bay Area. This is an unplanned uh, event because I, I got this same post at least five times over the last two days. So I really appreciate uh, the people reaching out and trying to get my thoughts as to what's going on. So I wanted to share this with you guys, go over my thoughts and actually analyze it because you always want to be careful with any sort of headline articles, especially when it's really dramatic. So I'm going to look into it in a little bit further and give you my thoughts as to what's going on. But it certainly is very interesting at the very least. So let's take a look. This is the same article that I've gotten many times, which is the 2020 San Francisco exodus is real and historic report shows. You can see that the San Francisco chart, it looks terrible, right? Most other metros, people are actually not moving too far away. Inventory has picked up a little bit, but it's not. You know, inventory levels are actually still lower in the Bay Area. For the most part, we actually haven't had much of a new listing or inventory problem. It's more of demand has been so strong. So things have been moving very quickly. However, I mentioned many, many times for a long time now that San Francisco is one of those markets that uh, has certainly is certainly going through a lot of pain right now for various reasons. So this is a chart that I've gotten many times, which is showing real estate inventory change from February to July of 2020. San Francisco is the only chart where the inventory levels are much higher. Even though we have record low interest rates, uh, you can see the inventory levels have uh, went up 100%. And so what the, the first question I would ask is why, why is this happening, right? You look at all the other metros, it could be very dense as well. Like these are also could be downtown corridors, but why is San Francisco so high up? So there's many reasons. One part is absolutely the remote work aspect of it. However, I don't think actually that's as big as people may think. The remote aspect is important. People would prefer a, a bigger home, especially if their pay is the same. They don't have to be that close to the office. That's one reason. Number two is quite frankly, the lifestyle. And I would say actually that's way more important. Like there's literally nothing to do right now in San Francisco. You know, people move there typically because of uh, the, the nightlife, the social aspects, the bars and the clubs, all the dining. If that's all closed, the question is, why are people there? So unless that changes or unless things open up there again, um, San Francisco is going to be in a world of hurt, especially for smaller units, which are condos, which typically aim for younger profiles. Right. I mean, San Francisco is more known for that aspect. So it's not really as family driven. So people tend to, you know, if it's, things are not going well, whether they lose their job or there's nothing to do, why live in San Francisco? Um, they're, they're less sticky versus like a family, which it's a lot more work to uproot and to leave altogether. So those are the driving forces as to why we're seeing this continue to increase. And it doesn't seem like it, it'll change um, uh, because the absorption rate in San Francisco is really, really low. Now, my question is, you see the reasons of why people are leaving. It makes sense. Now, let's take a look at the data itself and what does this mean? So, number one, I would always look at this chart and say, okay, well, cool. From a percentage perspective, looks pretty bad. I mean, this is a skyrocket up. It looks terrible, actually. So let's take a look at the, the listings amount. What does that equate to? Because everybody can make a percentage change and make it look scary. You can see the active amount in San Francisco for condos is over a thousand condos on the market right now as we speak. 
the average days on market is at 48 days, which is super long. Um, for the most part, if you saw my, my other weekly market updates that I post every Friday, the absorption days on market is typically for condos, townhomes, it is a little bit slower. There's usually about three weeks, four weeks um, for other areas. So this is really bad. This is at least several weeks above the average in, in other areas. In most of those other areas, the, the numbers are actually going down. Um, so that's something to be aware of too. But the number is really high, right? 1123 uh, active on the market as we speak. So then the next question is, well, what is the absorption rate? How many are actually closing? So you can see here on this chart, the number of sold so far in August, this was pulled a couple of days ago, is only 67. You know, while July has picked up tremendously over the previous amounts, as you can see, um, August has been, has been really bad so far. Now, the other question that I would bring up, the logical question is, okay, well, inventory is very high. Uh, the number that are actually getting sold is really low. Um, there's another chart that I, I didn't bring up, but it shows like list prices continue to drop. However, you can see the average sales price is still pretty high. It's still at 1.4, which is higher than it was even back in February and March. So the the, the challenge is this. You, you shouldn't run coming into San Francisco with the mindset you're going to get some massive COVID discount just because there's a massive uh, amount of inventory available. While it is a supply and demand side of the equation, the other equation is what is the urgency or why do people need to sell? Unfortunately, right now, there's just not much distress for a lot of people. So these are not panic sells, or, which is why the, the number, the average price is still is staying so high. Um, you can see the average list price, even from this uh, chart, is still at $1.58 million, which is really expensive for a two-bedroom condo no matter where you want to move to. So that's something very important to understand is, is there really much distress for them to sell it for way below market? And the answer is, at least right now, it's not looking like it. Now, of course, things may change down the road, but um, I also don't think you should expect too much of a discount. Now, where is the opportunity? The opportunity, though, is there may be some individuals that would be willing to sell it at a discount because they're going to want to trade to a different house sooner than later. So there are going to be absolutely out of the 1100 on the market, there will be some don't think it's a majority, but there will be some to have a strategy for that approach. The other thing at the same time is it's, it's still a benefit for buyers. So even though prices have remained flat and, you know, based off of interest rates, your low, your levels are much lower than they were before in terms of what you would pay. So that's number one. Number two, you do have a lot more to choose from, right? You have 1100 homes to pick from. And the days on market is much longer. So you have more time to decide. That is very different than every other market in the Bay Area. So let's take a look at example. Look at Oakland. Oakland right now has only 118 condos available. And their days on market, you can see on average, is actually pretty high as well. But there's also some that are just really high, like these 258 that 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 makes it skewed because it only reports what uh, the ones that are still on the market. So the, the average tends to be actually a lot higher than what is reported, because these are the ones that happen to sit more stale. But the idea is, you know, Oakland only has 118. This is San Mateo County, the entire county. Um, it only has 194 condos. So the idea is you have way more to choose from. Every other market has significantly less. So 
it gives you a lot more flexibility, but in terms of a massive decrease in price, like I wouldn't bet on that right now. Right. But like I said, that's the beauty of real estate. You have your averages, but you also have your arbitrages of the specifics. So if you're looking to buy in possibly San Francisco specifically, then love to help you. I do cover that area too. We can come up with a game plan, but you're, you, you have to also have the right mindset. Like it's not a fire sale. It's just a lot more inventory to choose from, but it's certainly not, as you can see from prices, hasn't reflect any sort of fire sale. So I hope this was helpful. I just had to really get this off my chest, given I've been asked several times of the same question of my thoughts, but I really appreciate all those people that have came to me to ask for that. And of course, as you can see, this was only two days ago. And so if there's any other articles or anything that you want me to cover, you never know. I may cover it in a live video and answer it in greater detail as you can see here. Any questions or if you want to begin the home buying search, let me know. Happy to be a resource and I'll see you at the next video that'll be posted tomorrow. Thank you so much for making it to the very end of my podcast. If you are tired of renting in the Bay Area, are a homeowner looking to do a trade up for a bigger home or are a real estate investor, I would love to connect. Click on the Calendly link and let's set up a time to talk. It's never too early to talk about options and to work out a game plan. I also do have an email newsletter, so sign up on the link in the show notes, or you're welcome to watch all of my content on YouTube. See you at the next one.